0: I think Nipsey said it. he was like you're closer to where you want to be or what you want um than you were when you started. Mm-hmm. like no matter where you are, you're closer to what you want than where you started. And that it resonated with me like yo, like I remember like not having like a car. I remember like, you know, not having a job or I remember not knowing like where my next meal was. Like I remember those things and I always say, you know, I want to graduate college and like for the people that don't know, it took me 9 years.
1: You are now tuned in
0: to a Power Podcast Network production.
1: All right, and we're back with another episode of the Keep the Money on the Ford podcast. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to have a special guest, <laughs> my, one of my younger uh, frat brothers. I feel like I look up to him. Uh, times, you know. just with what you're doing, man. Welcome to the pod, Colleen bro. How you doing?
0: I'm good, I, and I appreciate that, man. I feel
1: like I look up to you. I mean, I'm tall, so you have to. <laughs> um I like to think this is like this is supposed to be your second time on the pod. We you were supposed to come on uh around April Fools, but yeah, we ran into a little It was April Fool's for real. Yeah, like, can we talk about that or we you don't want to talk about it? No, we can talk about Tell it. Tell the people what happened.
0: Well, so what did happen? I know I was supposed to come on. What happened?
1: I know what happened, we but a... so basically I set it up. So I was you know, I hit you with the like, yo, we still good, and you was like, I'm glad you hit me, my girl, yada, yada, yada. I'll let man. you pick it up. Yeah, go ahead. Tell listen, the story. Listen. Tell the so, story. so
0: we supposed to come on a podcast, right? <laughs> we Man, listen, we supposed to come on a podcast. So I'm at work, you know, I'm getting ready to leave and everything like that. So my girl hit me like, hey, you know, I just got from my doctor's appointment. And I knew she had one, you know, come up sometime. I ain't know the date. And uh, she was like, you know, they rushed me into the surgery. And I'm like, wait, what? What you mean they rushing you into surgery? So I told my boss, like, hey, you know, they about to rush my girl into surgery. I'm gone. I'm out. Or whatever. And he like, all right, bet. So I had to cancel I had to cancel on you. So I'm driving cause and then now she not responding. She not texting me back. I'm calling her and like she not answering. I'm like, yo, what is she doing? So then I finally call her like while well, I'm on the highway, you know, headed back to the house and she like, I'm sorry. I'm like, what you mean you sorry? Like, what's up? And she like I'm and then and then it dawned on me and I and I hit her like, So you 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 not doing this paper fools, right? Yeah. And she was like I'm sorry, babe. Yeah. And I'm just like, come yeah, on. Yeah. Like, yo, I had stuff scheduled today. Like, I'm I'm on the highway, I'm speeding. I could have got a ticket. I I done left work. Yeah. I'd canceled the podcast. Like, come on. But what's
1: crazy is that in those like three to five minutes that you were dealing with that, I had already like canceled the studio session, like changed clothes and was like <laughs> on my way to South Carolina. By the time you hit me back I was like, She was just playing, I was like, Oh bro, I'm already like on the road you know Dog. what i'm saying but that's cool man i mean timing is everything man i'm i'm that's glad facts. i'm glad to have you today how you feeling man it's a it's a sunny summer day in the qc man how mm-hmm. you feeling
0: i'm good uh i'm blessed i'm blessed um not perfect but you know i'm blessed yeah. to be here and uh just trying to make everyday productive you watch um
1: i love this podcast i am athlete I do and I really yeah.
0: like that podcast a lot.
1: Shout yeah. out to IMF. Dude. Yeah, man. They they you know, we had to fight to get a meal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they do they do a check in, man, and uh they talk about, you know, where you at personally, mentally, and like financially. Your finances has nothing to do with this podcast. We're gonna keep that out, but I would like to ask you, you're the first person I'm asking and I'll I'll check in too, uh but you first cause you're the guest, like how are you doing personally, how are you doing mentally, man, on a scale of one to ten.
0: Uh I would say I would say a, a ten on both. Even though I could do better, the fact that I'm still able to do the things I can when there's a lot of people who didn't make it through the pandemic is mm-hmm. a blessing. Uh, so I would say personally, I'm doing good. I think more um, of my mind is it now is is really on growth. However, what I'm learning is that um, I'm trying to do too much at once, and I'm trying to spread my eggs out across a bunch of baskets, yeah. and it's limiting my progress. Um, but when you want to you know, grows so bad it's like yeah. you, you you start I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that, but you you, you know, you can't. You should really focus on like that one thing and right. put put all of your A's in that basket and do that. So I think personally that's what I'm working on. Um, and then mentally, I think I had a, a real good breakthrough this morning. Because uh, I think life has been life has been good, but um I think I put God first with everything mm-hmm. I do except for things that I think I don't I got on my own. Yeah, when it comes to my relationships, life, and stuff like that, I'm like, man, I got this. I know yeah. to, I've been talking to women, and and I, I got this. I know how to deal with that. And um, sometimes things don't work out the way you the way you want, but it's because I I definitely didn't put God first. You know, right. I felt like I had this, I got this. Um, but sometimes, whether it's through His hand or our own hand, He He has to reel us back in. And um, you know, I was working out this morning. I was like, you know what? I ain't been listening to no sermons. I'm going to listen to a sermon about just becoming a better man by Tony mm-hmm. Evans. And um, it got me back to write, working on my second book, which I had put on pause for like months because I just was all over the place. You know, so it took me... So I'm in a real good headspace now. And I think he had to rein me back in. Yeah. You know, and say, okay, cool. You've been over there. You've been off track. But let me pull you back. And sometimes we need that. And I appreciate it because I feel different. I feel better. Mm-hmm. I feel... I don't know. I don't feel as lost. You know, just going with the motions. I feel more focused.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm um you you touched on a lot there and I'm trying to um in reverse like remember exactly what you said, but I think those realizations like trying to do it on our own, but mm-hmm. it's like you know what, it's impossible for me to be successful. Right. I need him. Right. You know, I need another source. I need a higher power. So that's a great realization and you touched on something like, you know, I think we could just talk about this whole podcast about, we'll spend a little bit of time on it, um, just about like juggling a lot, like mm-hmm. balance, like, you know, compartmentalizing, like, you know, you, you got a full time, you got a, you're an entrepreneur, you're an author, you know, you got a pod, you know, you're trying to write a second book, like, that's dope, congratulations, give them a hand clap in the, in the, in the audio, here Lance. But it's like, I heard Andre Iguodala, a former player said that like, he got anxiety, right? No, for real. He got anxiety because all our lives, like, we were told, like, yo, you got to be grinding. If you ain't sleep, you ain't about money. And it's like, you can you can download that mentality mm-hmm. and it cannot be for you. Right. And then you're like, how did I get here? Why am I, not you, but like, why am I depressed? Why am I feeling anxious? Why am I feeling alone? Why am mm-hmm. I feeling less than? Because I've been trying to keep up with this 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 moving scoreboard or this moving goalpost, mm-hmm. if you will. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad that you brought that up. And I, I would just say to you as as one of your older brothers is like, do the best you can mm-hmm. at what's important right now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If you can if if today is Thursday and like, you know what, today I'm just gonna tackle a couple pages. Tomorrow I get to the podcast. Saturday, Sunday I might you know, write that, you know, that business, whatever it is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm just, just giving you a little advice, man, but that's important, man. Right. I
0: definitely think so. And I think what people don't talk about enough is that, you know, um, when you start to grow, you know, you, um, you elevate in a different way and that new elevation requires a different level of balance. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't grow and expect to like stay the same. Um, and I think that's where I'm at. Just trying to find that, that, that balance whenever with everything, um, and again, it's 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 a process. But I think you know you keep good people around you. Yeah. You know sometimes you you need somebody to be like you know relax. Because I didn't have anxiety as a kid. Right. Life was life. Yeah. You know I didn't get anxiety until I got older. Um, and it's just like people talk about how you can begin to grow and everything. But what they don't talk about is that when you when you say okay I know what I want to do. What they don't talk about is the impatience that comes with it.
1: Yeah, I think, um, and I'm about to. We're about to go off on an exit we probably don't need to go off of, but I'm just going to say it. I think a lot of the mental things that we deal with as men, as Mm -hmm. millennials, part of it is because of social media, right? I was getting ready to say that. Because, again, talk about the moving uh, goalposts, the the, the immeasurable scoreboard, and it's like we're constantly, whether we want to admit to it or not... Mm -hmm. I'm comparing my life to you. Right. I'm comparing my life to you. You comparing your life to this celebrity. You comparing your life to this ball player. She comparing her body to that model, mm-hmm. and it's like you just feel less than. Like Yourself. the more and more you scroll, it's like you're gonna. It's gonna creep in it eventually. Is. And you and honestly, you're scrolling until it happens. If yeah. You, I'm, not, I'm not trying to come off like a psychologist. No, anything. but it, no, but it's the truth. It, it, but it, no, none know. of us was talking about this stuff. When we were kids. No, we didn't, we yeah, didn't yeah, our life was different. We weren't paying bills, but it's like that social media thing is like different. It
0: is. And no matter what you follow, you know, even if you follow progressive growth mindset stuff, it's never people in the process. <clears throat> it's people at the finish line. The rushmores the, of the, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The rushmores of it. It's not nobody in the process. And nobody's
1: so, showing the L's too. And, and no
0: one shows their L's. Everyone's showing you a piece of their a piece of their life. Not not the not the
1: truth not the truth. Bro. Sports Center is successful because it shows highlights. Literally. Literally. It's, it's the best show on TV in terms of sports because of highlights. Mm-hmm. Now, if we turned on Sports Center tonight and they just show all misses, no dunks, no three pointers, you're going to be like, why am I watching this? Exactly. You're watching it for the top 10, right? Exactly. That's Of all the plays you of the night. See. Like, oh, like that play was crazy. And now in your head, what you're saying is, man, Play number five really should have been play number three. Right. Here you are inserting their order. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We can go far away with that, but it's a it's a, it's a highlight thing for a reason. And psychologically, that's what we're doing in and our brains. You know,
0: and in, in most of it, I use Instagram a lot. Um, Instagram, again, is a bunch of highlights mm-hmm. of people's lives. Not their losses, but a bunch of highlights. When was the last time you posted
1: a picture with your eyes closed? I haven't. When was the last time you posted something with a busted fit on? I haven't. When was the last time you... You posted something and you ain't really got a tight fate i haven't come on man
0: i haven't you, you know you haven't it's literally We you know, don't you, none you, of you, us do and you, right and you really don't <laughs> even catch it until you have these conversations <laughs> you know what <laughs> i'm saying and then you look at it like yo he he, he right you know he right um and again I de- it definitely it it affects me it it almost um it it's, it's just it's it, it if you i feel like you know your social media is like a diet. If you find the right things, um, it can be good for your diet, your growth, and everything. But too much of anything is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Whether it's vegetables, fruit, water, too much of anything is a bad thing. Moderation. Moderation. um, And I think, you know, we need to use it in moderation, especially for myself. And because I feel like the anxiety of it and seeing all these finished products and not the process makes me feel like I need to speed up. And I saw one thing where Rick Ross was like, I don't want to move fast. I want to move correctly. Mm. And that really resonated with me because I feel like I'm always trying to move fast. And it's like, relax, move correctly.
1: Shout out to Rosé. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Rosé's a boss, man. Um, what are your thoughts around, uh, since we're here, since we're at this social media exit, uh, what are your thoughts around them, like, removing, like, the like button and all that stuff? Like, do you think that was, like, do you... Nobody ever saw it coming to this or that. Mm -hmm. But what do you think about that whole philosophy of like, so people don't feel less than or greater than? So they're gonna move.
0: They're gonna remove. There's an
1: option on depending on what update you have. You can remove like the whole setting where like people can still like it. They just can't view the count. Right. What do you think about that?
0: Um, What about like the follower count and everything like that?
1: The follower count will still be there, but it's just like Mm. the like count. You know what I'm saying?
0: I think it could be beneficial. I think it could be beneficial for some, um, maybe not beneficial for most because, it, again, it is, you said it's an option, right? Yes, yeah, option. You know, and I think, you know, social media isn't there. Social media is literally created all, everything that they do on their end is created to get our attention, you know, because it creates dopamine and we get addicted to it, you know. So it's almost like, it's almost like we, we, we like to see the lights. Like. It feels good. Feels great. So who's just going to? take that away. That's like telling, you know, a cigarette smoker. It's,
1: it's a free drug, but it isn't though.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, so if, if if people are strong enough to be like, I don't need to see my likes, cool. But a lot of people aren't going to do that because right. when they get it, it feels good. It's a scoreboard. Like, bro, you I know, want and viral. And they don't even know it. Yeah, on a, know on, a, on a, bio, a biological level, like, you don't even know you get excited when you get those likes, when you get yeah. those notifications.
1: But you do. I got uh, i I'll, I'll tell a story. I got excited when, uh, the other day, like, you know how you you just comment on something. I think, like, a, um, like one of the, like, somebody, I don't know if it was Taylor Rooks or, like, one of those, like, sports reporters, like, commented back to me. And I was like, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. She commented back. You right. know what I'm saying? And I wasn't trying to get her. I just said what I said about whatever it was about the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, like, uh, do Elliot Wilson follows me on Twitter. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. And it's like, oh, you, you get the again, I'm posting on the scoreboard, like, bro, like, I got some celebrities following me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it feels good, you it know did, what I'm saying? It,
0: it did, it feels good to be noticed when you didn't think it, right? And I think that goes into our own expectations. You probably didn't go into it expecting Mm-mm. to get a like or a yeah, follow, yeah. whatever the case is. So when you got it, 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 it overcame your expectations, right.
1: but it, again, like you said, too much of something becomes damaging, right? So if you Again, we don't wanna admit it, but you know, you're you're posting for validation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're posting, yeah, we bought a new home right. or we got a new car or I got another book or whatever. Right listen to this podcast with Kaleem, but like you're like, damn, only eight likes? What's going on? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But you know, you talk to like the young kids in school. Like I'm seeing my students that I follow on social media now, they like tease the posts. Like that's some new shit. Tease the post? Excuse me, that's some new ish. So like what's what time is it right now? So it's 159. it's 159, so on my Insta story, this is what they're doing now, on my Insta story at 159, in their own little way, they be like, rock with my post, I'm posting at four o'clock. Basically they mm. trying to tell you, when? I'm posting at four, like photos coming at four o'clock. They, yeah, yeah. they trying to go ahead and get the dopamine lined up. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've the seen likes that on
0: stories up. where they like, where they're <clears> posting <throat> a story, hey, I just made a new post. On their page. I,
1: okay, I do that too, but it's like, they're telling you, like, in two hours, I'm going to flood the timeline with pictures, tap in, like, mm-hmm. repost, reshare. Mm-hmm. Just throw it. Because if they don't get the certain amount of likes, they're going to take it down. I've seen people do that too.
0: I've seen people do that too. They try to post at a certain time, yeah. or you know, they take it down because they don't you know, feel like you're getting my likes, and now you're over here questioning yourself, and ain't nothing wrong with you.
1: It's, it's for who it's for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like for me um, I know this because like I'm intentional just the algorithm the numbers the insights I say I got like 5,000 followers on Instagram mm-hmm. them 5,000 people don't always engage with me it's mm-hmm. the same people liking commenting resharing reposting mm-hmm. maybe randoms here and there but it's like people might not engage like comment share but they're watching mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and they're they're following you for a reason I think right And I wanted to ask you, like, to that point of, like, social media, what is your strategy when you're putting out your content, whether it's your podcast, your book? Are you following, like, hey, I need to post certain times? I need to use these hashtags. Like, what's your rule of thumb?
0: So, um, to be honest about posting at certain times, uh, no, I don't do that when it comes to, like, my podcast or something, motivational or whatever the case may be. Um, I do use a lot of hashtags because I know hashtags uh, relate to other people who I may not know who may not follow me but are interested in similar things. So I do use a lot of hashtags. Uh, But honestly, I feel like, you know, when I start relying, like it's good to know algorithms and everything like that. But, again, that just goes back to I'm going to just put it out there, man. Like I feel like, you know, the world will literally tell you, you know, Go and, and find people and find yeah. likes and find this, but really it's just like yo, if you have something valuable, people will come to you.
1: Yeah, I think I think consistency is the thing. <clears throat> I don't I don't follow a lot of like like Gary V. Yeah, like he I don't follow all his stuff. Right, yeah. one of the videos I watched one day, he was like, we always want more, right? More followers, mm-hmm. more likes, more engagement. He was like, well, what are you doing with what you have? Mm -hmm. So if you got 100 followers and those people comment, are you commenting back or are you just a robot? Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like to me, that sounds so simple, but it it unlocked something for me that started working, which increased and helped my algorithm and and my engagement went up. And it's like, yeah, why... If somebody say my merch is fire or that, oh, I'm glad you got him on the podcast or her on the podcast or whatever it is, like, comment back. We're not robots. Uh-huh. Like, have a conversation with them. You and know I, I mean?
0: think, you know, when people talk about, people talk too much about growth and not enough about management. Mm. And that goes back to it. That's that's what I heard when you spoke about Gary V. management. You want more, but you, what, how you managing what you got? And once you start managing, and once you start managing what you have and the supporters that you have, then you started to grow and again you you're not a robot you know and again you made people feel more than themselves you comment and you interact yeah. you know you managed what you have and that grew
1: but initially you just wanted more without managing already what you have. yeah i remember telling one of my um i don't i don't have many social media tips i don't i mean i i know what i'm what i'm going to get when i post podcast stuff i mm-hmm. know what i'm going to get when i post merch stuff mhm I know the engagement's gonna go crazy if it's a picture of me and my wife. Like, I, I know the four yeah. pockets, you know what I'm saying, that I'm in. I do. I'm well aware of this. You already know what it's gonna be looking like. I, I know. It, it, she gets in a video, she gets in a picture, it, the engagement's gonna go triple times over. And that's interesting, too, because it's like people are following me to see, not her, or people are following me just to know what's going on with the merch, or people following me going on with the podcast. Mm-hmm. But what I will say to a lot of people that's, Worrying about the follower count or the like count, just something unlocked with me when I figured out like my merch is like storytelling. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, so we all want to arrive at a certain point, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, like you're telling a story, right? Right. It's yeah, we want to post the W's, but it's I don't wanna call it the loss. It's just like it's like the court is like the progression. The progression as you go. We all wanna arrive to a different point, right. to a to a point, but it's like, Yo, just tell your story, whatever that story is, whether it's you starting a business, you writing a second book, a pod, you on the verge of getting married, you on the verge of having a child, whatever the case may be, just tell that story. People are following for a reason. And I think when you start looking at your social media, like MTV, BET, one mm-hmm. you turn to those channels for a reason. I, right. They go to your page for a reason. Right. They follow you for a reason, like mm-hmm. not give them the content that they want, but like tell your story. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? In, in, in its authentic way. And and that's the key, that
0: your authentic way. Because I think a lot of people are telling stories, but it's not authentic.
1: Why? Why do you think so?
0: Because I think, you know, we've gotten social media, um, as amazing as it can be, um, it's created um, separation between who you are and who I show you who I am. Mm. And I, fall, I mean, I'm, we, I'm,
1: we talking on here today, Lance. And I, <laughs> <laughs> We talking.
0: And I'm falling more in love with who, who I show y'all I am than who I really Come am. Come on, man. You know. So oh this person who's who's really important isn't being worked on, but the person I show y'all, I'm 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 doing everything. I'm showing y'all the best and everything. But realistically, this person over here is being drained and suffered. Yeah,
1: I mean, but it's 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 uh what they what I learned is called imposter syndrome. Yeah. You know, I learned what saying?
0: Rose Sue taught me that. Shout out to Rose Sue. Yeah,
1: Rolanda Sue. Rolanda yeah, yeah, Sue. Yeah, yeah she taught yeah, me yeah. that. Shout out I, I didn't know it. She was one of our first ten guests on the pod. Shout out to her. Coming up on a year, by the way, Lance, you you don't know. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 imposter syndrome is real. It is. Right? Because you feel like I have to pretend, I have to fit a mold, you know, it's no coincidence that, and again, I've subscribed to this too, I, I'm I'm very transparent on it, you do stuff, not for attention, but like, yo, it's like, oh, yo, you got the fly kicks on, you take the pick, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? You, you in the club, you want to show the bottles, you, you know you, what I'm saying? Yeah, you
0: do stuff to almost validate yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, you do, We but all, it, we all guilty of it.
1: Yeah, but it's, 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 but... Like you said, authenticity is is people can, some people can fake it more than what it really mm-hmm. is. Like you see these funny memes going on like, yo, I don't care how much designer stuff you got on, you still corny to me. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. But uh-huh. again, talking back to the brother, you know, just relating to social media stuff, the brother won 30 bands. He go spend 20 of it on a chain. Like mm-hmm. why did he feel the need to spend 20 mm-hmm. of the 30 on a chain? Mm-hmm. Because he's looking for... A place to fit in, yeah. validation, yeah, comfort, and I don't that's, know. And
0: that's a key, a place a place to fit in. I mean, imagine that guy who probably, I mean, he may not have had anything, yeah. but he see a lot of people with stuff.
1: But imagine the moment, okay, now he got his chain snatched, which was, wasn't probably insured, because he probably was like, nah, I'm not spending an extra whatever, because he never could imagine a day somebody's going to take it from him. Right. But imagine the low he going to be feeling when all that money's gone. Mm-hmm. He's back to square one, mm-hmm. now he's like deeper in whatever thoughts... Than when he first started, when he got the money,
0: and it's like that. Never having is bad, but not as bad as having and losing. Yeah, because when you had it, you lose. You know what it felt like, and
1: now you don't. So yeah, we we man, we got right into it, man. But I, I want <laughs> this is a great conversation, man. I want to transition since we're talking about money. Um, you speak a lot, or you have in the past on your social media about investing mm-hmm. and, and, and stocks. And correct me if I'm, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Like talk about that. How did you get into it?
0: You know, educate
1: me and the listeners and all that on what you're doing. So
0: as far as like investing in stuff, um, I just knew, you know, I wanted to be wealth. I don't need wealth, but I I wanted it. I wanted to have enough wealth to be able to bless others. And I wasn't taught money. My parents didn't teach me money. Good morals, good values didn't teach me money. And it's just like I've been struggling a long time. I don't want to do that no more. So, you know, when it came to investing, um, there were some other guys I was working with who were kind of into investing. So I went looking, and that's the first thing. When you want to learn something, go looking, go find it. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's out there. Many of us want something, but we expect it to come for ourselves. Sometimes I had to humble myself, be dumb for a moment so I could be smart for a a, a lifetime. Ask questions. Ask questions, and I did. I was asked questions to some of my coworkers um, who were already into investing, uh, whether it was stocks, um, cryptocurrencies. And they put me on to a little bit. And then I went to YouTube. And YouTube, man... like It's the, when it's I, the new library. It, it is. I remember yeah. encyclopedias as a kid. But like YouTube... <laughs> like all this information is out there. Yeah. And YouTube has literally taught me more than some teachers have in my life. Like YouTube... You, whatever you need is there. Whether it's investing, stocks, cryptocurrencies, bond, whatever it is. And that's yeah. that's what. And that's, that's been my teacher. And when it came to investing, I was like, okay, let me just start small. Let me just, you know... I downloaded Robinhood, I put a little money in. I downloaded Coinbase, put a little money in. and These are platforms to invest. Yeah, so some really good platforms. We um, don't want to pretend like we know. Right, right. right. So break it Uh, down for us. So some really good platforms. um, Coinbase for cryptocurrencies, Mm -hmm. um, or Binance for cryptocurrencies. Robinhood, Webull. A a lot of people like Robinhood, but it's the most user-friendly for stocks, as well as Webull, Fidelity, whichever the case may be. And the thing about investing is... When you do invest in a company um, and you see your profit make profit, because, again, you can lose, but when you see your money mm-hmm. make money, when you, <clears throat> even if it's just $2 or $10, whatever the case may be, it, it changes the way you view money. Because when you start going out and spending money, you're like, oh, I could you know, buy this bottle at the club, or I can say that and put this over here and watch this grow. And it just changes the way you, you, you look at your finances mm-hmm. and money, and that's how it started for me. And I had some other guys who are around me almost hold me accountable. And let me say this, you know, if something is know who you are, know what your kryptonite is, because a lot of people don't know what makes you weak. I know I wasn't good with money. You know, I know that about myself, but I had other guys who could hold me accountable, you know, and guys who were invested. And it's like, when you get around that, you want to be a part of that. And we were having a conversation every morning before work. And when I started doing it, I'm like, all right, I don't want to go tomorrow and not have nothing to talk about. So I was like, I want to be better with my money so I can contribute to this conversation. Yeah. And um, that's what happened. I started investing and it started growing and um, it just changed the way how I look at money. Um, and I guess it goes back to that iron sharp and iron thing. Yeah. You know,
1: like, no, I, I think I think that's I think that's great, man. I think, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a couple of things that came out of the. Uh, the, the pandemic, when we were in the thick of it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think investing and, you know, literacy and a couple other things are like, you know, you see these topics on Twitter. A lot of people talking about crypto, Forex. And mm-hmm. I, I I was, at, for a stretch, I was investing through Cash App with certain, mm-hmm. you know, just the basics. Looking up YouTube, they say, you know, start, um, <clears throat> start investing in stuff that you, you know, you purchase. So, like, I remember, like, Buying some like WWE stock because I watched WWE, right. like Marriott, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, just throwing some stuff out there like airplane stuff, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, you know, just r- not random, but like Nike gap, right. you know what I'm saying? Like those kind of like things, you know what I mean?
0: And I will say, you know, the pandemic hurt a lot of people. Um, and it and I hurt a lot of families. But also two things can be true. I hurt a lot of people and a lot of people profited. hmm because you know the pandemic was one time when a lot of stocks and things like that were low and they had to go back up yeah for example you know like a lot some stocks they go up they go down you never know um and i'm not a financial advisor or whatever but i'm just right. saying um for example airline stocks um like a year ago were cheap they were cheap but did you think people were going to stop flying no no so so a lot of so for a long time these stocks
1: were Cheap. In fact, it set up an opportunity for a lot of first-time flyers. Like uh, I ain't gonna name names who work at the airport, but they like, yo, these first-time flyers off the chain. Like they, <laughs> they just wilding in the airport because they've never done it before. Right. Because now it's cheap mm-hmm. to go to Cali or go to Miami or yep. Tulum or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm
0: saying? Yep. A lot of first-time flyers flew, and then a lot of investors made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause again, they they knew it was gonna go back up. You're not gonna stop taking American Delta. yes You know.
1: One of the, um, cause I know you, and again, I'm you know, I just follow what you're doing and your journey. I know you're very passionate about um, homelessness. Yes. And and you actually had the opportunity. You were on the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you can you speak about where that that passion come from? And I know I think it's tied into kind of what you do for a living. or or something um, like that, but can you just talk about that?
0: Well, I think the passion starts with just a, a conversation I had with myself a year ago, or a year or so ago, where I was just like, um, who am I? You know, what do I love to do? Like, most people know more about other people than ourself. And when I had that conversation with myself, I was really like, yo, I love helping people, but I didn't know how I was gonna do it. Um, started working at the Y thanks to Toby, he got me a job at the and then shout out to my line brother Shane. His mother helped get me a job at the shelter. When mm-hmm. I started helping guys, I was like, I like this. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just grew. And I think if you are what God wants you to be, you'll grow, despite yeah. what happens. And uh, and um, I was on the news because, as you know, Charlotte's rent prices are going up.
1: Crazy. It's
0: crazy. makes no sense. Um, housing market, rent prices, I mean, it's ridiculous. Tent City. And, and, and right. And what a lot of people don't know is that, like, Tent City isn't new. You know, there were a lot of people living in tents in the woods, but they, when they started doing construction, they pushed everybody out. And now you had this tent city that formed. And right it was, off the highway. Right off the highway. And it was now it's now it's seen. I, I feel like Charlotte's like an onion. You know, it mm. looks nice on the outside. Once you start peeling back the layers. Mm. That's, a,
1: that's a metaphor for a lot of things, but keep going. <laughs> yeah.
0: And now tent city is there. So now it's right next to the day center. So you get your services, your shower, your food. Now people can see it. So other people who didn't know Tent City was in the woods, now I see it. Mm -hmm. Now I feel more comfortable to come because I'm not by myself. I got neighbors. And it may not seem like a neighbor to you, but it's providing me, you know, basic human needs. Mm -hmm. Food, you know, shelter, community, making me feel like, you know, more than myself. Um, And it became this big Tent City. You know, it's not just me out here. It's us. Um and it and it grew. And the thing about it is that a lot of those people don't have like most of my clients don't have alcohol problems, don't have drug problems. Um a lot of them is money problems or divorce, gambling, gambling yeah, hard times. Most people would be homeless if they miss two checks. Let's be real. Yeah. Without no family support, if you were by yourself, no family, miss two checks, you homeless. Yeah. You know, so it's like um that's that's kind of that's kind of what happened, and that's what Tent City became. And yeah. uh,
1: it's interesting you just said that, right? Because I remember uh, about ten years ago, you know, we were partying uptown, and you know, like one thing we used to do—if you, know, you don't go to the Waffle House, we just get like you know, a couple hot dogs, a couple Glizzies off the uh, yeah. off the truck or whatever. And um, this one particular night, I still remember this. And every time I drive through uptown, I it just the the memory flashes in my head. So this homeless guy comes up to us. It's like two thirty, almost three in the morning. He's like, "Hey, can you buy me a hot dog?" I said, "Sure, my man. Get what you need." He was like, uh, "You mind if my boy get one too?" And I, I guess I, I gave a look, mm-hmm. like, "How do you? How can you invite somebody else?" Mm-hmm. But I was just, you know, under the influence. I was like, "But I," I was, I was like, "Sure." And the guy was like, "Yeah, I appreciate it." He's like, "But this could be you. Miss two checks and see what happens." And I was like. Bro, like we ain't even gotta go there, but I I get the pain he was coming from. At the moment, I was young and I was like, "Cool, man," you know what I'm saying? But like, it stuck to me. Like, Mm -hmm. and I remember going home and waking up the next day, and that was the first thing that came to my mind. Like, man, that dude said, "Bro, like again, like you missed two checks, you could be out here with us."
0: Right? I mean, I mean, the shelter's full of talented individuals. It's full. It's full of individuals with masters and doctorates. Mm. um i mean it's uh, it's some guys who, who just who had it all three bedroom home two cars n- yeah. got divorced and now they're here or got divorced went through emotional trauma and now they here like right. it's a lot of reasons um but the biggest you know reason for you know like the homelessness is that like these people have income i have a lot of guys who make 1600 a month and could afford a place if they had one yeah. they could afford it but it's like we don't When it comes to housing, like, we're not in it, like, most people aren't in it to help people. I'm in it to make money. Mm -hmm. You know, if you commit murder and I do, I don't know, I don't know, I get a robbery or some type of charge, something I'm going to get out for. Let's say you get out in 20 years and then, um, you know, I have minor convictions. When we go to apply for a place, they're going to deny us both. Right. I didn't kill nobody, but they're going to treat me like it when it comes to housing. Right. You know, I didn't know about credit, so I don't know what my credit score is. You know, so it's just like... Now I can't find a place to live, even though I'm making sixteen hundred a month or eighteen hundred a month. You know, I'm not. You know, I got a kid I want to take care of. I can't. Like, what? What am I supposed to do? I have that on my record. Mm-hmm. You know, so like a lot of people, if they have some of these things off their record, or if, if apartment complexes had sliding scales, like okay, cool, no felonies, we'll deal all misdemeanors, no felonies, yeah, or whatever it is. But it's just like, nah, that's not the way it is. Yeah, like, it's, it's gotta, tough.
1: So how can? What do you think the the? How can we fix this issue in Charlotte? To,
0: uh, several things. So the first thing is we gotta we gotta understand that it's it's an us issue. Well, yeah, you're not homeless, but you may know somebody who's a faced homelessness or been close to it. You know, so I think we gotta understand it's a people issue, um, a community issue. The first thing we can do is helping people with their credit. You know, teaching people you know teaching people about their credit for free. Yeah. For free, teaching you don't gotta do it for me. Teach them about their credit so they can so they stop running from it. Cause I know my mom used to. If it's a bill collector, don't answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo Yo, you just took me back with that one. Tell them I call ear. ID, yeah. They try to trick you and act like it's a friend. Yeah. Like yeah, can I call and speak to uh like oh they say they know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Being pissed off. Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: you know, teaching about credit, um apartment complex is like cool, like you know, you have you have your qualifications or whatever, but make it a sliding scale, you know. If it, if it was over seven years felonies or whatever like work 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 with people yeah um or hey you know you got, you got bad credit let's do a double deposit then come mm-hmm. on, give somebody some options. Yeah. hey, I got five thousand right now, oh and yeah. but you know apartments 1200 the, the, the system
1: ain't set up like Ex- that unfortunately, exactly it's not saying?
0: but that's truly what we need oh most people who get arrested are, get out, but that's still there. I've had people get denied for apartments from cases that was dismissed mm-hmm. That's that's as easy as somebody accused me for something I have to go to court for it it gets dismissed, and I get denied for an apartment because of it yeah, that's crazy you know um but that's is um that's that's truly what we need for sure we need but again when a lot of these apartment complexes, I'm here for the money, I'm here to make money I'm not you know
1: I get that on one end I get it, but I guess you know like the at its core if you have a heart for people and stuff like you know for what the line of work that you do, kind of what I do it's like you want to see people you know. We take for granted the basics. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like so much of if this younger life is like, you know, again, I'm not trying to bring back up a social media thing, but keeping up with appearances, but it's like, bro, like if you got a job, you got a working car, your bills paid, you got groceries. You that's know what all I'm you that's all most of it's if the basics. it wasn't in
0: the league. Most of us just wanted that that was success to us. What? Car yeah. crib, you know, like like I ain't making it to leave a
1: car crib yeah. like you No, know,
0: that was that's what yeah. you wanted.
1: But again, again, you know the the, the Joneses are still up the block though. Nope. So you want to like, uh, what they? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I got to do that too, or mm-hmm. I got to buy that too, or whatever. Um, man, outside is back open. You know, it is. You 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 back in these streets, not in that way, but like, are you back uh, out man. having fun? Are you proceeding with caution? Like, how you feeling?
0: Yeah, yeah, so I mean, definitely still pre- uh, proceeding with caution. I have been out um, a few times. Um, it just felt good to get out, uh, but realistically, like that reset was different. It changed, you know, a lot. Like I mean, it just puts you in a different mental space because when you couldn't do, you know, that. And you did There was no. And what it what it did is it it created something that we we don't have now. There was no FOMO because you ain't missing nothing. Nothing. You ain't mi- like that. We, we all <laughs> at home watching versus. Yeah, we, we we all at home. <laughs> you know, so it yeah. got rid of the FOMO, and I think truly it's it's the FOMO. And if you're not familiar with FOMO, FOMO is an acronym for fear of missing out where you know you 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 want to do something productive but you have a fear of missing out on something that's fun immediate and now and i think when outside was closed you know there was no fomo you could mm-hmm. you know you could focus you home a lot of us are
1: working from home we all at target walmart
0: right There's yeah tea, like, ain't, no, ain't nobody going nowhere right but now you know um i have been back out um again now there is a little bit more fomo again but i think for me it's just even when they first opened up, I didn't mind coming home at 11. Like, yeah. I don't need to be out till 4. It like...
1: <laughs> also showed that, like, when they started opening up, was that phase 2 or whatever, like, yeah. when spots had to close early, yeah. that showed that people can arrive at venues early. You oh, know, because yeah. everybody don't want to get, like, if a club closed what? at 2, you we don't want to get there till 12. at 11, 30. That's what I'm saying. Like, 1130, 11, 30, 11, 11, 30. Now they're closing the at 11. Now you can get there at 8, 9 o'clock because mm-hmm. you know you restricted. Right. So people got to keep and, that on and and people were
0: too on on point. People were getting there
1: early. No problem. No problem <laughs> at all.
0: And 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 out at 11 like cool. All right bet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think um I think the summer is going to be then the summer's going to be fun um you know for us uh it's just been like getting out on the lake and I saw so you do that <laughs> yeah. recently, man. And that, that's that's kind of I think we have like a couple little trips planned here and there. But like I'm cool with going to like a lounge whether it be mm-hmm. cigar, hookah lounge, or whatever, but I'm not ready to jump back into a nightclub yet. I don't mm-hmm. think because uh, I think there's this still in my head we're still in the, we're still in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is the fun I'm trying to have is like outside at my house on the lake, right in my backyard, and some you know what I'm saying? Like not too many closed-in spaces with hundreds of people. Right. I don't know and if I'm ready for that. And to I think yet.
0: when you when you realized you couldn't go go to the club, I think people tried new things. You Know mm-hmm. and um, found out that they like other things than just going to the club, yeah. Like, we were forced to, right? Um, and I'm not the biggest club person, um, not as much as I was since I was younger. Um, I like a lounge, a cigar lounge, something you know, relaxed, chill. Um, but also, I like going fishing, I like going out on the lake. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're going fishing, you out like, there, man. Yeah, man, like it's, it's, it's Lake
1: Norman, Lake Wiley.
0: Uh, usually Lake Norman. Okay, I've been to Lake Wiley too, though, but uh. Yeah, it's just it's just something different. It's a different experience. Yeah, it's a different experience, yeah. and I think it all, that goes back to culturally too, because right. culturally, you know, there's a lot of things we could probably be good at. There's a lot of things know. that we would enjoy. We don't even know.
1: I don't even know because mm-hmm. we were we were we were trained to this is how we spend our money at the mall, and mm-hmm. then we go show the outfit that we bought at the mall in the club, and it's mm-hmm. just a, it's a it's a revolving. Or recycle, right? You know what I'm saying, like, but like I said, like the pandemic kind of was like a a, like a a control all delete in a sense, like, hmm. Because last year was like my second time out on the boat, Mm -hmm. and I was like, for the first half of it, I'm like, I was nervous because I'm like, bro, I ain't never been out here like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, but halfway through it, I'm like, this is dope. Like my mind started turning, like. Looking at all the people, like, ain't no black people out here. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, nah. Culturally, right? Right. Bro, we didn't been on the boat four times in the last month and a half. Uh-huh. This summer, spring, whatever this is, alone. Mm-hmm. And we're about to go two more times next month. Like, that's our fun. Like, yeah. to me, the boat is like the new club.
0: Yeah, and it, it is. It's just like, yo,
1: I'd rather spend these four hours outside in nature with a small group of people. uh huh, Because I'm still in that pandemic mindset. Mm-hmm. And we just vibing on the boat, mm-hmm. listening to some music, dreaming, looking at these... Whatever home, putting our feet in water. Oh beautiful, man. It's a vibe.
0: It is. It's, it is. It's a great vibe. It's a
1: vibe. Now, I also saw you on the jet, too, on your grand man. You getting your Bow wow Challenge on, man? What you doing, nah, man?
0: Nah, 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 nah. I was, um, I actually took my first trip by myself to Toronto, Canada. Woo. And And, uh, you know, they had, like, a little art room type thing with different rooms. You could take pictures. And, um, oh,
1: I thought that was an actual, like... No,
0: no, 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 no. What's up, so, nah. so, man? You It looked up. like it, right? You but not nah, 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 nah. you, you could tell by the pink suitcase in the picture that, that ate, Oh like, yeah, See, I wouldn't you know. know. Nah, all I know is
1: uh, what's it? Coach Yeah.
0: <laughs> on Delta. <laughs> nah, it was just one of the rooms that was set up like a jet. And, That's um, dope. You know, I, I sat there. I took. I took a picture. But again, it just reminded me like yeah, this is possible. And I think sometimes we limit ourselves because we don't, you know, we don't think it's, it's possible, but it is. Yeah. And I was sitting there like, yo, why can't you know I have this? Do I need it? No, but it's just like. It is possible if you want to work for it uh, in the correct bro, way. Anything
1: is possible, bro. It is. Like I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, Lance, bro. Anything is possible, like. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. You talk about like getting fed this morning, as far as like the spirit and like. I was just thinking, it's like, bro. Anything we want is in reach. It is. We just gotta work for it. We gotta sacrifice for this thing. And it was just one of them like aha moments. Like, bro, anything. Literally. But it's you know you you like training your body for something, you learning a new skill. Anything is in reach. You just got to put your mind to it, bro.
0: I heard someone say, "You're." Uh, they say you're closer to where you... I think Nipsey said it. He was like, you're closer to where you want to be or what you want um, than you were when you started. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter where you are, you're closer to what you want than where you started. And that it resonated with me like, yo, like, I remember, like, not having, like, a car. I remember... Like, you know, not having a job or I remember not knowing like where my next meal was. Like, I remember those things. And I always say, you know, I want to graduate college. And like for the people that don't know, it took me nine years to graduate college.
1: But you graduated. But
0: I graduated. And and I I just found out you didn't graduate
1: from Smith. Yeah. You graduated from.
0: And I didn't didn't graduate from Smith. Charlotte. But technically
1: they consider you an alum though. Yeah. So what, what year would you have graduated Smith?
0: So I would have graduated Smith 2014. 14. So I came in 2010. Thanks to you. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, man. It's funny how, you know, how God works because, um, you know, the reason I was even able to get into Smith because I couldn't afford it. And, uh, I had a friend who I went to high school with. He just happened to live down the street from me and we were real cool. And I was talking about going to Smith and his, his dad knew some, another guy, um, who was living in Charlotte or something like that. And that guy ended up knowing Lex. And, uh, you know, I had reached out to Lex and I was like, hey, look, I'm trying to go to Smith. You know, I can't afford it, blah, blah, blah. This is, you know, do you know anybody who can help me out? And Lex was no longer at Smith, um, but he put in a word um, to someone he knew at Smith and they were able to help me get a grant to get into Smith, you know, and um, that that definitely changed my life is why I'm here, you know, today. And that's what I'm saying, man, like you never... You never know. You never know how the dots are going to connect. Six
1: degrees of separation. Yeah. What's yeah, that?
0: Yeah. Six degrees of separation.
1: Basically like everybody's connected through like six individuals, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like pulling back the layers, it's not what you know, it's who you know, Yeah. right? So you know, you make a call, I might know a guy, you know what I'm saying, I might yeah. know a person that can do this or whatever, whatever, but yeah, just, I mean, it, it is like, you know, we all are connected and we all are mm-hmm. right where we need to be, man, but yeah. I don't really. Rem- I feel like that era, of like when you're calling, is. It. I mean.
0: I remember it, it vividly. Yeah, it's
1: it's a long. You remind like, me of that <laughs> a lot, but I'm like, damn, like for real. Because because if I'm I, honest with you, in those years when I left Smith, I think that's when I was having an oh shit moment. And uh-huh. What I mean by that is like, I'm, because when I, I graduated Smith, I was able to work there right away. Right. So what what year was that we think we made that call? I could tell you so exactly. So it would have
0: been 2000 end of 2009 going into 2010 cuz I so came I, in 2010. I was
1: on my way to work at Davidson. You were yeah, you were yeah. you were already at that's Davidson. That's when I had the old because the comfort of my school was taken away from me. I was uncomfortable going up the road and becoming a minority. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I stayed there for a short stint and I was like I can't do this. And I think that's when, like, life really hit me, and mm-hmm. that's when I turned the corner. Kind of what we were talking about pre-podcast, or just leveling up, you know what I'm saying, getting out the streets, right. retiring to Jersey, Yeah, just saying, I'm just going to lock yeah. in, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 Read between the lines, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But seriously, and it was like, so when you mentioned that, I'm like, damn, I'm scratching my head. Like, I do remember helping, but... It's just so much of I was just trying to figure it all right. out for me too, you know what I mean?
0: Facts. And and that stuff really sticks with you. That's why I tell, you know, you know young people like don't don't burn bridges Mm-mm. and whoever you can help, help. I mean, from Lex helping me, I took that with me into Smith and I was like, you know what? I'm going to help people. And um it was a guy named, it was a guy named Reggie, um, cuz I set out of school cuz I couldn't afford it, not cuz my grades weren't good. Well, I was, Smith was expensive. Yeah, right. I was on I was on dean's list. You know, um and I couldn't afford it and um but, you know, you helping me, I was like, no matter what, I'm always trying to help yeah, people. Bro, I helped a guy named Reggie get a job at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, he left went to Walgreens. He got me a job at Walgreens. I met a guy named Ryan who got me a job doing recruiting. That was my first big boy job, making pretty good money. I got that job and was able to pay back Smith. And then I was able to get back in school. Mm. All because I helped one person. Yeah, get, that's who I didn't even know. Get, yeah, a, that's,
1: that's, you know we, get a job. The homies, we always just talk about doing good, man. It ain't, you know... You know, when you're growing up, like, you know, you do good and good come back to you. Yeah, we, we still believe in that, but it's like, man, I'm going to do good just because somebody helped me. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, God, I, I have those moments like, man, if you never do nothing else, you've done enough. Of course I want more, God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, yo, like, I, I, I tell my students this all the time. Like, Mr. Bibbs had a Mr. Bibbs. And what I'm saying is, like, what I'm doing for you, somebody did for me. And if it wasn't right. for that person or persons, you wouldn't know who I am. You know what right. I'm saying? So I owe, I, that's my debt to this world. I got to help people. Mm-hmm. Not for the what's going to come around for me, just because somebody has done it for me. Exactly. And I always think about that. Like, yo, I would want somebody, if I was in high school in 2021, I would want somebody to help me because we don't know what we don't know. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think, you know, like you said, never burn bridges. And I always say for Smith, like. Like you never forget the bridge you cross and mm-hmm. like I would not be the man I am today without that institution. And For real. you know, I know there's a um people I was just on a far out podcast and we were just mm-hmm. talking about this. A lot of people want to know like how much I give back and what I'm doing with this and it's that and it's like the things I've done and the things I'm doing don't need to be documented in the way people wanna see it mm-hmm. because I'm doing it from a pure place. All right. Going back to social media, a lot of people are doing to say, Hey, take a picture of me so I can post this so All I right. can get validated by people that's not even paying attention. Mm-hmm. But why not just be pure in your intentions and just do it regardless of who's watching? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying?
0: And I think you, I, thought, I like that you said the word pure because I think a lot of people try to be clean. And the difference between pure and clean is like, clean is kind of like, I hid everything so it looks clean. Mm-hmm. Pure was like, you can move a couch, the bed, the closet. It's, it's, it's all good behind yeah. closed doors. And that's the truth. Like, you wanna be pure at heart. But
1: the thing about it is, you know, and as you, how old are you, man? 29. Yeah. Damn, I remember them days. I'm yeah. home. <laughs> but no, like, as you, you know, I'm 38, bro. And in the season I'm in right now, as we level up, as you know, new levels, new new obstacles is like, bro. Let them paint whatever narrative they're gonna paint about you. As mm-hmm. Long as you know who you are at mm-hmm. your at your at your truest form. That's all that meant. Lance. I feel like we touch on this topic every week when I come here. We find a way to circle back to it. It's like the more good you do, like Cat Williams said, like, you're supposed to have haters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, yeah. But. Nobody wants to be hated on or talked about, but it comes with it, whatever it, you're doing. If you don't, don't
0: have haters, you're doing something wrong, yeah. you know, and never get... But it's, co- it's effed up, though. It is it, it is. it is. It's tough. Oh, yeah. It ain't easy. Like, and I don't think, like, not, it ain't easy. We ain't put here to make easy decisions. Right, we're, here, yeah, right. we're put here to make the right decisions. Facts. You know, like, it ain't it ain't easy. And, it hurt. I, and you've spoken about this, too. When you started making, like, the Smith, Smith merchandise... You like people you thought would support you weren't
1: supporting okay. you,
0: like and even though you were still like okay I'ma do it like that it still hurts. It's, it's an
1: ongoing battle. It's yeah. it's it's, a, it's an ongoing thing to be criticized and scrutinized by mm-hmm. your peers when you know again like whatever I say on mm-hmm. this podcast or whatever it will never be enough for some. But it's like if you only knew mm-hmm. the inner workings behind the brand, the events joining the NAA chapter, you know, becoming a board member, becoming vice president. It's like, it's a lot of inner workings that I just don't post or I just don't really talk about because I'm not searching for your validation. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to say, good job, Lex, because Mm -hmm. you helped this kid get into Smith or you get this scholarship or you're Mm -hmm. doing this or you're giving people a platform to come on. None of that matters because they want to paint the picture they want to paint about you. They want to find a chink in your armor, if you will, because it's like, they want you to be who they remember you in new res or on the block or in high school or that right. one time you did this. They want to hold you to that. Right. What's the J line? People look at you strange saying you change, but I'm supposed to work as hard I to stay, stay same. Sane. Yep. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm 38, bro. You still hold me to who I was at 18? Mm-hmm.
0: They try to paint that picture of, of who they think you should be. Right. Like, but you know. again, nobody
1: wants the truth, right? So it's no, easier to be no, like, no, no, no. yo, he, she doing this, he doing that, instead of getting information for yourself. Mm. But again, like, we can't, and I'm speaking to myself, it's but I'm going to say we, we can't hold ourselves to that that standard. Again, they're going to paint whatever picture they're going to want to paint. You know what I'm right. saying? But like you said, man, to, to be scrutinized or hated on by peers is like, is really tough, man. But speaking of the yard, man, we... we we gonna get a home. man. Not to man. say
0: that, right, right. Not before, not, not to say that, but name, you know, somebody who did a lot of great things and helped a lot of people who wasn't hated on. <laughs> I mean, mm. like it's like that, 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 that comes with it, and even more now, yeah. you know, because it's just not in person it's socially too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, granted, I, I, MLK is a hard person to use, but they said like when they did like autopsy of his body, like he had like the heart. Oh, the, the, the brain of like double his age, he had that much stress and pressure on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trying to appease everybody, threats, and all these things that he was yeah. doing. But it's like, bro, you can really like stress yourself the F out trying to appease different, And that's family included. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, yeah. I have a rule that I live by. As long as my wife is good, I'm good. Right. Everybody else is secondary, bro. Right. Now, it took me a while to arrive at that point Mm-hmm. But you realize you will never be able to fulfill and exceed everybody's expectations. Nope. Somebody you'll gonna, drop yourself crazy. Somebody
0: going to be disappointed. And I'm like, oh, I'm
1: going to disappoint you. <laughs> but I ain't going to disappoint her. No, 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 no. I, no. And she might get disappointed in the process because of some stuff or whatever, but it's like saying all that to say, she's, and, and, and explaining that to family, like, yo, like my, my wife comes first. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying, and like... If they've never been married before, they don't understand what that means. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what you mean? Like, I'm your this or I'm your that. I'm like, I'm, I'm well I aware it. who you are. I get it. I get However, it. However, come a pause. Right. Like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. My, but, my little roommate over here. Right, right, my right. wife. The, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sleep with you. Yeah yeah, like. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm going to need the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Priority. Yeah, yeah. That's facts. Yeah, man. But uh homecoming, man. What you think, man? Man. Um, you ready for it? Oh, yeah. You like, ready you know, to
0: see I, everybody? That's always the key for me. Yeah, I've went to other homecomings before, but like it ain't nothing. Come on, like man. The You Smith cheating homecoming. on us, man! You cheating once. going to other people homecoming? I cheated once, because <laughs> I kept hearing, you know, about another homecoming. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna dry that. G-ho. It, yeah. yeah, I wasn't gonna name him, but yeah. Yeah. But uh, it ain't the same, man, because nah. it's, it's 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 our it's people. It's not your people. It's, it's exactly, yeah. like our homecoming is our people. It's our history. It's our stories. It's our like everything, and it just feels different. Yeah. Um. It's good seeing people sometimes these are the this is the only time you're gonna see this person next year. Like it
1: it, it just gives it, you it gives you this juice, just seeing your people. Yeah. Seeing the people you was in the dorms with or the classes right. with, like, yo, you doing good, man. You know, you, you look good, you like look you, good, like, you know what I'm saying? Like your son, your daughter, your yeah. family, like it's good to see you got out of that, you know, whatever that circumstance may be, you know what I'm saying? Folks out here hustling, selling stuff. Like, I'm I'm looking forward to that. You know what I'm right. saying? Just because I think of the pandemic birthed a lot of more entrepreneurs now. Like, yeah. now I see more people selling this or promoting this or authors now. It's like, yo, I can't wait to keep that money on the forward and, and exchange it and keep those dollars circulating. Right. Like, yo, I might not even use these kind of products, but I'm going to find somebody to give it to. Right. Let me get two of those. Right. Candle. Shea butter. Whatever the thing is. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: Facts. Facts. That's that's 100% facts. But yeah, I, I,
1: um, I, I cheated on Smith. Uh, oh, come on. You about this? About 10 years yeah. ago. And, I, and we road tripped up to Winston. It just wasn't the same. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the same. And like, you know, like, again, that's maybe a Smith thing because it's like, yo, it's my people. Yeah. These are not my people. It's I don't not. belong here. In right. fact, we're standing out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, put me around my people. Just... To get at that, to take that picture, to get at five, just to like, yo, bro, I see what you're doing, or I see right. what you're doing, sis, keep going. How right. can I And add this ain't value? even
0: like my immediate like group of friends. It's people that I used to just share a dorm with, and we ain't spoke since, but it's like, bro, it's good to see you. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's real. Like, you stayed in the hall, like, it's it's, it's it's good to see you, bro. It's good to see that you're doing well.
1: So like, you, you still get claimed by the class of 2014? You know, y'all still cool? Yeah,
0: that's still, yeah, a lot of- Even though, I'm,
1: you know, you had to yeah, go up the street?
0: Yeah, even though I graduated late and everything like that,
1: Um. But you still class of fourteen. Though. I'm still that's, class of fourteen. I still the uh, the university, the university. That's the dope thing about Smith. Some schools don't do this, and a lot of people don't know this. You could have only did one semester at Smith and then went to damn Howard. Mm-hmm. They would still consider you class of twenty. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a Smith thing. Oh, I like that. It's well, in the, yeah. it's in the you bylaws, me something today. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So if you know any, like I always tell people, because people transfer. Like one of my good friends, he left. Shout out my man, Brandon. He left our junior year and went to go play basketball at another school. He's still considered class of 05 from Johnson C. Smith, even though he graduated, I think, 06, 07 from another institution. Okay. That's how they still calculate that. Well,
0: in, that nah, I, I appreciate that because it's like I graduated from another institution, but I feel like I, I found myself at Smith. Um, yeah. I mean, the relationships I had and still have. Yeah. Like, Smith is just Smith, man. Um, the ups, the downs, all mm-hmm. of it together collectively, like it's, it just makes
1: the story. Every HBCU, every institution has its problems, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just one of those things where some schools have the resources and the boundaries to cover stuff up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I remember taking my kids to Howard a couple of years ago and I'm like, wait, this Howard and y'all complaining about the calf? Y'all complaining about mold in the dorm? I don't feel too bad about my school, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, because you think it's just your little school, you know, uh-huh. like, oh my God, like, because everybody else looks so pretty because of their alumni base or so because of this person. variety. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You see these celebrities in this. It's dope to see HBCUs more in the forefront now, mm-hmm. but it's like, bro, like, man, we've we been a real one. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, this ain't no, yeah. it's trendy. It, it is. It, HBCUs became very trendy in the last calendar year or so, and yeah. a lot of people made money off HBCUs in terms of, like, bigger corporations like, uh, what's that story? Uh... South Park, uh, Urban Outfitters. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They were selling like HBCU merch out of nowhere. Okay. Get I your should, money. Who,
0: somebody just posted. Somebody was selling JCSU um, chairs.
1: Sam's or Costco. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw yeah. that. Yeah, that that was a crazy thing on Facebook over the weekend. Right. And um, I hope somebody got one for me. I can buy one. Yeah. I,
0: I, <laughs> you know, I saw that, and I used to. Yeah. It used to, and honestly, I'm not gonna lie though, it used to bother me. Like when I used to go to some of these barbershops or places like that. Um and they have some of the colleges up but no Smith like we ain't yeah, here.
1: For sure. For sure. I mean it, it's 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 in a city, you know, a lot mm-hmm. a lot is happening around the university right now that mm-hmm. we need to be aware of, man, but you know, I'm just glad that we're still here. I'm I'm looking forward to the fall. I'm looking forward to going back to football games, obviously experiencing homecoming, helping the school curate events and doing my merch thing and just seeing my people, you know. Yeah. Last year Uh, I was robbed of my 15-year class reunion because of the pandemic. I mean, we're still going to kind of celebrate, you know what I'm saying, this year, but, like, now I'm looking forward to 20. Yeah. Class, I mean, um, our 20-year coming up. But before we close, man, i like to, I want to know a couple things. One, in all what you're doing, how do you measure success? So that's the first question. And then let the people know what you got coming up.
0: (laughs) How do you measure the success? And all that you're
1: doing, being an entrepreneur, author, about to be a second so, time author, like how do you measure success?
0: So two things. I think you measure success by who you were yesterday, who you are today. Mm-hmm. If you were better physically, mentally, spiritually today than you were yesterday, then that is successful. No matter how your day goes, if you progress, if you learn something new, that is success. And I gotta and sometimes it's hard to get out of that, but that's that's how I measure success for myself. But also what I leave behind, what I who I who I impact, who I help, because you're you you're not gonna be here forever. But who you impact, who you who the legacy that you leave behind, like the things that carry you on when you're no longer here, like that's also a part of success too. Like who did you help? It's okay, cool, you were here, but who did you help? People you, don't
1: remember how you treat them.
0: Right. People don't remember what you say always. They don't always remember what you do. They remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you change somebody's life? Like, hey, this no this person is no longer here. How did you change their life? How did you impact them? Like that is success to me, you know, because again, i we all not gonna be here one day, but if you can leave something behind, if right. you can leave your mark, like that 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 is success. And um obviously, you know, spiritually, you know, if you use the if you use what God gave you, you know When you were can't you weren't here he 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 created you with some type of talent, gift, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and did you use it, you know whatever it is yeah that's
1: that's that's a that's a fear of mine, like getting getting to the next life and like man, like you ain't do all you're supposed to do, man, like, yeah oh, like man,,
0: <laughs> and just finding that thing yeah, um, yeah. so that's how I measure success um and what I have next uh again right now I'm working on my second book uh it's called make it plain and the reason I'm writing this book uh, make it clap what make it plain oh no, come no, on bro no, what kind is. of freak <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nah, say book that for homecoming not- man like say this like nah so it's gonna be called make it plain um <laughs> and uh the reason it's called make it plain is because you know the bible says you know um Take take the scribes and write them and make them plain or something along those lines. But anyway, I'm taking scriptures from the Bible because a lot of people turn from spirituality because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I want to take those scriptures and put them in layman's terms for so somebody who don't got a mentor, who don't got guidance, and say, hey, you know, if you if you if you want money and if if money is important to you or uh, whatever it, whatever it is, relationships. A lot of us when we go through relationships, money struggles, we go to Google for answers, people mm-hmm. for answers. But a lot of it's already in there. So mm-hmm. I just want to break it down in layman's terms. So people could say, okay, cool. I'm struggling with relationships. I'm struggling with singleness. I, I mean, I see this, but I don't understand it. Now I'm gonna break it down in layman's terms for you. Hey bro, this is what this was being said. For sure. You know, so that's that's what I'm working on. Again, I think that's a part of you know, something I wanna leave.
1: do you think we can expect that? Uh, uh, second book.
0: Thinking about it, um, I, I was thinking December, but now I, I definitely want it before homecoming. Okay. Um, because I definitely want to get it out before homecoming. And uh so yeah, definitely before homecoming.
1: Um and let them know how they can cop the first book.
0: So the first book called From Potential to Purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty nine steps to, you know, um, find your purpose in life. Um you can find that on Amazon. Again, you can type in my name or you could type in From Potential to Purpose. It's on Amazon, two day delivery. Um or right, you can hit me up. Like, whatever you need. Whatever that, you I need, need that next day prime, Hey,
1: Nah, nah, for real. It's on there. No, I already got one. It's, it's, hey, I I ain't, ain't going to sit in cap on the part. Uh, I ain't it's, ready it's, yet. It's,
0: it's a quick read. It's a quick read. Yeah. But it's, it's in there. Um, take a look at it. Look at the table of contents. And it, you don't even have to go in order. Just find a chapter that sounds something right. relatable to you. Right. And check that out. And, um, yeah. And what's crazy is, I didn't even
1: like writing in school. That, I'm
0: a, I'm math science. My, my degree in psychology and biology. Like, I'm... Yeah. You know, but again, it's, it's that gift, like what you, whatever you was You know giving. that
1: periodic table, huh? Yeah, yeah, I
0: got, oh, man. yeah. I got, I got
1: all that. All right. Well, listen, man, uh, before we close, bro, uh, I, I told you, Lance, this was going to be a legendary pod. I feel really strong about this podcast. I really enjoyed this conversation. I appreciate it. I feel like we leveled each other, and yeah. it, it was great. It was just a great dialogue, but I, I just want to give you your flowers, man, you know, whatever it is that you... Are trying to achieve, are manifesting in your life struggles, battles, anything in between, bro. It's all worth it, mm-hmm. and just keep going. Um, you came through me. You came through for me last year with the with the model, and you you know you had the like Wesley Snipes thing going nah. on. With the I was like, man, my man. But I just you're just so versatile, bro. And again, I I definitely look up to you, and and in a way because I, I feel like if we're honest, we can all like, big up each other and like, man, oh, yeah. you know, we're some of each other, but it's like, bro, I like what their young brother's doing, I like what they're doing, but yeah. I just want to give you your flowers, bro, and, you know, whether we talk, however we talk, man, I'm proud of you, mm-hmm. you know, for what it's worth, man, again, keep going, if there's ever anything I can do uh, on this platform, on my social media, and just uh, support beyond purchasing a book or something like that, man, please don't hesitate, bro, like, you, you will always have a <laughs> supporter in me and. I ain't just saying that to to lie or anything like that, bro. I, I mean it at my core. Right. You know what I'm saying? At
0: first, I appreciate that. Uh, and again, it's like again we don't talk you know as often, but um, you know when we do, um, again it's always some type of growth going on, um, whether it's a word or whatever the case is. I definitely appreciate it because again, like you, I mean uh, this is you, you you help you help with this. You know you help with that. So I, I appreciate it. I want to give you your flowers. Like yo, you're doing a lot. You know, like keep growing, um, stay focused, and like ignore the doubters. And like again, you have a solid foundation. So I feel like no matter where the wind blows, as long as you got you, what you care about, God, and your wife, like bro, you you can go anywhere. For sure.
1: We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna get out there on that boat, man. Yeah, man. Let me know. We're gonna man. flick it up for the gram.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, in fact. My dude. Facts. Post that joint at five PM, right? Now. Already. <laughs>
1: We're gonna <laughs> let them know it's coming. Right, right, right. Two
0: hours Come early. Come on, man. Yeah, two hours early. Hey, this practice. has been
1: a legendary episode of the Keep the Money on the Floor podcast. Oops. Pause. How can they get in contact with you? Can't close yet. Yeah. So Shut you, your socials out.
0: <laughs> so if you want, if you wanna holler at me, you can highlight at me on Instagram at Born Period Hustler underscore. Uh, again book is on Amazon for potential to purpose uh, I appreciate y'all I appreciate you for listening in and just supporting Bibbs and everything he's doing um, if you're listening to him then I know you got the right attendance
1: out so y'all keep going too for sure another episode of Keep The Money On The Four podcast thank you for listening I hope you learned something if you didn't run it back <laughs> we we'll out facts